Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 98 of Two Drunk Brothers on a Podcast, and got some massive, massive news for y'all. Uh, I know we said it was probably coming to episode 100. We got another announcement, maybe coming next week. Uh, maybe. But what is, I'll let go ahead and Travis, because Travis was the big mastermind behind this. He did a lot of the research, so I'll let him break the fantastic news we have for y'all. Yeah, so finally, it's been coming for... I don't know, probably since episode like 20-something, that we've been wanting to drop some merch for y'all. And not only are we going to have stuff available, but it's going to be a full, absolute online store where you guys can go and buy whatever you want. If you want, look at all the new stuff we have. We're going to have a bunch of just awesome stuff dropping, whether it be podcast-related or just like your certain team or you like a certain player. It's going to be super awesome. So that's coming. Uh, probably when you hear this, it will be live. So go ahead and go check that out. You got the um, link for him? You got the link for him? I do have the link for him. It wasn't working uh, earlier today when I typed it in. <laughs> <laughs> like It worked when I clicked on it, but didn't work when I typed it in. Uh, it is teespring, that is T-E-E, spring.com, slash stores, slash two, Dash drunk dash brothers dash a dash podcast. Okay, a little bit. It's a long one. I'll tweet it out uh, later on in the day after you guys hear this. Most of the people, by the time you hear it, you'll have you can go to our Twitter and see the link yourself. Um, but nonetheless, we got it stocked with some items right now that we think you guys will love. Absolutely. So when we launch it, to when you guys are hearing this, it's going to be Wednesday, November eleventh, Veterans Day, um, and. It's not going to be the full catalog of stuff we want. We just started designing some stuff over the last couple of days. Um, we're going to continuously add some stuff to it. And anytime, anytime we drop anything new, we'll definitely let you all know. Um, but the base is going to be on there. You know, you, your two Drunk Brothers um, logo t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies. Got some coffee mugs or a coffee mug. Got a couple of Chiefs items on there for you guys. Um, a Zach Wilson BYU shirt that Travis is Let's go, baby. very in love with. Um Am I forgetting anything right now that we're going to have on there? Stickers. The stickers, stickers that we've had. There. Yeah. So um, just a very, not limited, but we hopefully add, maybe get some hats, some sock caps on in the future. We have to go through a couple of steps to get that out of there. But Teespring has been awesome to work with, work with thus far. Um, and again, you know, we're going to have a full-blown merch store. So yeah, you got that special someone in your life that particularly likes Two Drunk Brothers. I don't know who the hell that would be, but maybe buy them some stuff for Christmas. Um, but yeah, that was our big announcement. Again, have another big announcement for you guys coming soon. Either in episode 99 or an, or 100, we'll drop that. So um, the two drunk brothers are back to doing big things after you know just kind of doing the same thing from from uh, from week to week. But with that being said, let's get to the content of episode 98. Um, gambling has been an absolute rough last few weeks, especially for myself. Um, 
But I'm making a, declara- a declaration. And Travis, I'm not damn time. Um, if I am not back in the green by the end of November, I will do a punishment and we'll record it and put it to our YouTube channel. We want to do more stuff on YouTube. Um, and I think this is a perfect way to get into it because the way I've been picking, I got three weeks to turn this ship around. So yeah, you've got three weeks and you have three weeks to net 7.55 units. Technically 7.56. Mm-hmm. Got to be in the green. If he's at zero, doesn't count. Nope. Got to be winning money. So I don't care if it's a if it's ten dollars, two dollars, or two hundred dollars. You have three weeks to net seven point five five, because the last three weeks have just been a brutal slaughter fest for you. For I, I've lost, but you have just gotten just beat up. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of leads. I'll let Travis talk about the stats from last week and where we're standing on the year for locks, upsets, college, NFL stuff like that. But I just want to point out some stats that. We aren't the only ones getting slaughtered. Vegas, the last two weeks, has probably been raking it in on sports gambling. Just last week alone from week nine, 63% of the public bets were on the Seahawks minus three, which is a bet that Travis had. 65% of the public bets were on the Texans, which was one of my picks. Um, 64% of the public bets were on the Steelers, which was my lock and one of Travis's picks. And then 68% of the public bets, which is almost damn near 70%, it's crazy, was on the Bucks saints over, which we both hit on Sunday night, and it definitely should have hit. Yeah. I mean, that that also, though, is alarming because you're not supposed to bet where the public money is. Obviously, that's why Vegas well, This wasn't wins. money. This was bet percentage, not money. Okay, either way. You're not supposed to, like, whatever the public picks, like the majority of... You're usually supposed to not pick that because obviously that's how Vegas makes their fucking money. Well, when we make our picks on Tuesday, we can't really have that. Oh, I know. I'm not saying to just go off that solely. Obviously, you're not going to pick the underdog of what the public picks in every matchup. But that doesn't surprise me saying that those four lost when they're such highly touted favorites bet by the public because those are the fucking games that Vegas just rolls in. Yeah. I mean, the... But the over in this Bucks Saints game should have been done. Thanks a lot, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. We'll talk about that later. Um, Travis, why don't you give us a rip off some gambling stats? Week nine locks, upsets, college, NFL. Where we stand with all those? Yeah, so I'm still up nine point one seven units uh, on the year for the football. Jared is down seven point five five. Like we mentioned, that he has to recover. Total though, we're still up one point six two units uh, on the season. It has been, like I said, an absolute just brutal slaughter fest for the last coaster, man. three weeks. We were up 32 and some change uh, heading into week seven. Now we're up 1.62. So if you've rolled with us these last three weeks, bear with us because we were average, got hot, now we're cold. It's only a matter of time before we get hot again. Outside of that, though, our locks still up 4.22. Our upsets of the week up 2.07. So we're still up. Big props on you for that Liberty pick last week. On yeah, the, on Liberty. The substitution. That was yeah. huge. I had to sub that in, yeah, and I it know. fucking hit. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, college football, we're up 4.38 units. No thanks to me. Surprisingly down in NFL, 2.76. Uh, I, I'm not so – I haven't been good in NFL lately. Uh, Jarrett has been hovering around it. Well, I was Breaking hot. Even. I was hot. The la- I've lost the, rat- the last three weeks of the NFL. I know that I was looking. Yeah, at I mean, you're today. down eighteen point two nine units since week seven, just in the NFL. I, alone. I, know, I know the last weeks have been rough, which is why I'm making a declaration. Like, I feel like just one bad week doesn't doesn't define me. I've had a couple bad weeks 
Give me a couple weeks to turn it around. I, and that's what I'm saying, though. I was yeah. like, you were you were up almost 20 units in NFL to the last three weeks. Uh, so I'm carrying us in college. You are carrying us a little quote, bit, unquote. Ca- quote, unquote, carrying yeah. us in NFL. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, we're still winning. So you can't totally hate us yet. Unless you started riding us the last three weeks, and that's it. Then I guess you can date us. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> anyway, enough about that. We'll get more about gambling. Um, a couple big. We just wanted to let you guys know about that and the big announcement. Um, we are going to talk about two big things before we roll into Degenerous Digest and give you our picks for Week Ten. It's crazy thing we're in Week Ten of the NFL season, by the way. Um, we're going to do one quick thing again. This is super casual. We're going to do mid-season NFL awards. Now we know we said last week was like the midway point. Now it officially is. Teams who had a bye early on in the week, early on, earlier on in the year, played their eighth game last week. So pretty much everyone has at least played eight games. Some have played nine. Um, but we're going to do mid-season NFL awards. And Travis is playing show on his computer. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot, ESPN.com. Oh, it wasn't a CBS. Those fuckers suck too. CBS. Um, we're going to do mid-season NFL awards. So uh, we're just going to do offensive and defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year. And then I put offensive player of the year slash MVP because that's pretty much the same thing these days. Defensive players don't win MVPs. Um, offensive rookie of the year, Travis, who do you think should get offensive rookie of the year? Thus, like If the awards were doled out today, who would it be? Uh, I'm. I mean, if they were doled out today, no doubt about it, Justin Herbert. That's what I thought. But a lot of people think it's Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow leads the league in turnovers. They're semi close. Justin Herbert's minus one hundred three right now. Uh, lie, like if you were live bet it right now, Joe Burrow's plus one thirteen. I'm just looking at terms of like how they've played and what they've been given the opportunity to do. Uh, I don't even hate, don't even have their stats in front of me. Not me neither. I, I wrote. I immediately wrote Justin Herbert down. Travis was like, I don't want to do this because I don't want to just get a big stat fest. I'm like, I'm not. I'm going with my gut. And Herbert just – I've watched – first of all, it's probably not fair because I've watched more Chargers games than I have Bengals games just because the Chargers play in the late slate. There's not a lot of games on in the late slates. Um, and they played more meaningful games, if you ask me. And I've just seen Herbert, his ability to roll out of the pocket and sling the ball. Burrow just – he's going to get murdered soon. So I, Well, he, Burrow – from the games I've seen, Burrow's been – and I mean, prove me wrong if you can, but the games that I've seen, he's been inaccurate as all hell. Uh, I know his offensive line sucks, but he just has not looked good. Like I'm say good, he hasn't looked that good, especially worthy of a first round pick or a number one overall pick. Yep. Uh, he's just he gets so many attempts per game, which is why he has these high yardage games. He's not he's not efficient at all. No, like he he gets. I mean, I, I don't have it in front of me on average, but it's got to be high 30s, maybe close to 40 yeah. attempts per game. So it's crazy. Justin Herbert, like, they should be, they should have five wins, I would say. Yeah, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show again today, um, and he had, they had Ian Rapport on. He was like, the Chargers are a lot better than what their record indicates. He goes, they've been in, the amount, the games they lose and the points they lose them by is just, it's astronomical. Which don't, but, don't which, forget before we talk about the next subject, we need to give out the Bill O'Brien Award. Yeah, which could come down to, though, the fact that you have a rookie quarterback who doesn't really know how to drive the ball down the field when he needs to. Very true. I doesn't, mean, doesn't know when to put the throttle on when necessary. Exactly. I mean, I love Justin Herbert. loved him coming in the draft. He was my favorite quarterback uh, prospect. But as of right now, I'd say he's got to take the offensive rookie of the year for me. Yeah, absolutely. Joe Burrow has had... Has had at least 30 attempts in every single game this year. Exactly. So, 
Um, question for you real quick before we move on to defensive rookie of the year. If Tua leads the Dolphins to the playoffs, only playing half a season, does he stand a shot at, at, at getting it and plays well like he did on Sunday? I don't think so because – he came in too late. Yeah. Justin Herbert's going to be too far ahead of him yeah. by the end of the year. I agree. I agree. So, defensive rookie of the year, this is a no-brainer. Chase Young. It's Chase Young. He's been an absolute animal this year. No need uh, to, to spend. The thing is, though, it's like his – like his, I actually went to look at his stats, and they're not phenomenal. I mean, yes. he only has three and a half sacks, which, I mean, I guess as a rookie through halfway through the season. But who else, who else would you give it to? Uh, right now – the next person in line for defensive rookie of the year behind Chase Young because Chase Young is leading at plus one seventy is Patrick Queen. Actually, no, it's Antoine Winfield. He's been an absolute fucking animal. Who does he play for again? Couldn't tell you. Uh, I've, I've I've heard his name so many times. I know, not coming to my head to my mind though. He plays for the Washington Football or no Tampa Bay Bucks. That's what it is. I see that dude flying all over the field, but. You're a product of the team you play on, which is why I don't like these awards. And I think Washington, I think... It's going to be hard for him to get it there. Chase Young is going to have more impact on the Washington defense than Antoine Winfield is going to have on the Tampa Bay defense. Um, I agree there. I feel like I've heard Patrick Queen's name a lot more the than Antoine right? Winfield. Patrick Queen's been doing solid. He is third best at plus 300. I think that he is, a, he is in a position... Where if he keeps it up, he could really make a name for himself. Yeah, so those are three options there. So really you're down to two at, at the offense side of the ball. Justin Herbert and, and Joe Burrow. Um, defense side of the ball, you can see three. You can see um, Chase Young. You can see Patrick Queen. You can see Antoine, Antoine Winfield. I will also add that Patrick Queen has two sacks on the year, and he's not a defensive end. No, he's a linebacker, yeah. He also has a touchdown. Okay, so good to note there. Um I still think he's it's going to end up going to Chase Young, but I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a lot closer than the offensive rookie of the year. Yep, defensive player of the year. Who do you have for defensive player of the year? I'll let you take this one first. I want to see what you think. I'm gonna go with Roquan Smith at Chicago. Really? Yeah he he leads the league in solo tackles and he's second in tackles for loss. Um, this is his third or fourth year in the league, I believe. I think it's his third. Yeah, it definitely is his third because. I wanted to take him when we took uh, that year. We took Christian Wilkins. Um, yeah, I mean, Roquan Smith is a stud player, uh, good linebacker, great tackler, obviously. So if he can keep it up and lead the league in tackles on a Chicago defense, that's damn good. Their offense just stinks out loud. Uh, I think he can he, he can take home this award if he if he keeps up this pace. So funny you say that because Jared said that he didn't really look at a lot of the stuff heading into predicting these he's not even top 20 in odds projections really really yeah i, I travis like I, I don't want to go with the favorites as I'm, I'm like i'm not going with gut so man he could be like a deep get there he could be um it's probably gonna it's the top odds are probably miles garrett um, so miles garrett's like fourth and that's who i was gonna pick yeah just yeah he has four force fumbles i, I was gonna that. pick miles garrett i mean the dude has his four force nine fumbles. he has nine sacks like Jared said, four force fumbles, a fumble recovery. Like the dude is an you know, nine sacks halfway through the year. Honestly, where's where's um where's Ogba on there? I don't even think he's on the list either. He is. He is. Uh, where's Shaq Lawson? Is he on there? 
Uh, no. Top 10. Here, I'll give you the top 10. Okay. Aaron Donald, TJ so Watt, dumb. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, <laughs> Fred Warner, Buda Baker, and Stefan Tua. Fred Warner and Buda Baker are two that I always forget about, too. Fred Warner is... Buda Baker has been all right. Cam Hayward and Minka have, I feel like, I haven't watched a lot of Steelers games, but I don't Mika think gets like those amazing. tip passes interceptions, like, and then people like think he's amazing. So, yeah, I'm not going to shit talk. Well, I mean, to to make this list is coming from uh, sports betting dime. I, I I hate that Aaron Donald's at the top of the list. Like, I he, mean, they have they have Jalen Ramsey in their top twenty, who's been average to say the best i mean i I like roquan smith accolades he's been the leader of that bear mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or Prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Defense, like I said, it's been damn good. So that's who I'm going to roll with. All right. Sounds good. All right. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. I am absolutely going uh, Brian Flores. Yep. And he is not the favorite as of right now. I'll tell you who the favorite is in just a second. But Brian Flores, I mean, regardless, unless he like loses out, yeah, I don't see a way he doesn't get this. I think if the Dolphins can get to eight wins, which sounds kind of crazy to give the coach of the year to a team with eight wins, but if the Dolphins get to eight wins, he deserves it 100% after turning this team around, like pivoting freaking 180 degrees going the other way. I mean, to get to eight wins, he needs to go... That's he he has to go three and five, five. the rest of the year. Which, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, I mean this this was a team. Look at the Vegas win total at the beginning of the year. I know we sound like homers right now, but if anyone is not looking at Brian Flores as a coach of the year candidate, you are crazy. I don't know who, who's the favorite then. Mike Tomlin. Fuck which, off. So it's understandable in terms of yes, They're undefeated. I get it. But the, yes, Jesus. the Steelers are better than what people thought they were going to be, but you can't really say that they turned it around from last year because. If Ben Roethlisberger doesn't get hurt last year, they're not as bad as what they were. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah, okay, they're eight. No, I get it. If they and if they end up going fourteen, barely eight. No, they almost lost to the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, but uh, we'll talk more about that. I, I just, uh, I see it. Okay, because I, I don't think he's actually ever won one, which is kind of crazy to think about. But let's let's stop with the Mike Tomlin. Like their defense, their defense is why they're eight. No, yeah. 
The, uh, and I get he leads the defensive coordinator, but at the same time, it's like he didn't take he didn't do really shit with that team. That team has been there. Yep. And but he's built it up. Yeah. I mean, who's who's second on there? Second is Brian Flores at plus two fifty. Third is Sean McDermott. I like that one too. At seven plus seven hundred, so there's a huge jump. I I I can see Sean. I like Flores and McDermott over Tomlin. Yeah, I agree because I think well. You also got to think Tomlin's is plus one fifty and they're eight no. What's it going to be like when they when they finish eleven and five? Yeah, it's going to plummet. Yeah, so especially if, okay, I'll say this right now. Travis and I are looking at the schedule. If Flores can do what we think he can do in the Dolphins, and they end up going nine and seven, ten and six, and make the playoffs. You do not take a team that was absolutely running the fucking ground, full practice squad players last year, that and you went five and eleven. And then turn it around, and go to the playoffs next year, a year earlier than what you than what you expected. I mean, it's just it's it's you can't give it to anybody else. But that's where we stand on that offensive player of the year slash MVP. All right, Travis. Before you give me yours, I got a little like player A, player B, player C scenario for you. Let me. Hey, can I guess who the three are first? I have four. You have four. Can I guess who the four are? Yeah. I bet it's Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. Kyler Murray? You'll see. I actually, <laughs> Did I have three of them right? I actually forgot about Patrick Mahomes, and now I feel like a fucking idiot. But You forgot about Patrick Mahomes. Uh, well, well, Patrick Mahomes is my MVP front runner. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this totally fucking ruins this, but wow. I'm, I, I knew I was forgetting somebody. I'm a fucking idiot. Because I, I did it by like percentage of like yards and touchdowns that they account for. Right. I broke it down like that because I think a lot of people just look at stats. But anyway, Patrick Mahomes should be a front runner, but and it should be the MVP. But out of these guys, just listen to this. Player A, he has eighty three percent of teams yards of his team's yards, eighty five percent of their touchdowns, or accounts for eighty five percent of touchdowns. And but he also accounts for eighty two percent of the team's turnovers. That would be player B. Has 73% of the yards. Well, let me guess them because I'm going to get them confused. Or eight, okay, player eight, 83% of the team's yards, 85% of touchdowns, and 82% of team's turnovers. Uh, Josh Allen. That's Josh Allen. Woo! The turnovers got it for me. Player B has counts for 70, 73% of yards, 80% of the touchdowns, and 100% of their turnovers. Hundred percent of their turnovers. Both the player B and player C both do. I mean, I get that one's got to be Russell Wilson. No, oh, that's Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then player C is eighty-four and a half percent of teams' yards, seventy-eight percent of touchdowns, and one hundred percent of their turnovers as well. That's Russell Wilson. Yes. And player well, I knew. I didn't think that. Yes. I knew. Because, I found it hard to believe. That Chris Carson hadn't fumbled the ball yet. Mm-hmm. I find it extra hard to believe that Aaron Rodgers has all of the Packers turnovers. Yeah, I think he has one fumble and like six interceptions. Wow. Um, this last player, I can't believe I forgot. I'm, I'm sorry, Chiefs fans, because Patrick Mahomes is your MVP. <laughs> I cannot believe I I did this in a rush at the end of the day. The last player I just threw in there just to show why, because we always bitch about how you'll see why. Player D, you didn't guess this guy. Thirty-three percent of teams' yards, forty-six percent of teams' touchdowns, and but eight percent of their turnovers. Eight percent. Yep. And half their touchdowns. Yep, and thirty-three percent of their yards. 
uh, Dalvin Cook. Yep. Boom. Yep. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah, he did. But and I and I always we always bitch about. Oh my god, the MP's always a quarterback. That's fucking why. Dude, I mean Dalvin Cook in the last two weeks alone. Yeah. Has and been. he still only has thirty three percent of his team's yards. That's crazy. Well, then I mean he was out for he was out for a week game, or two, game and a half, a game. But he's he's leading the league in rushing. Oh no shit. So so I mean that just go like I always wonder like man why do we always pick quarterbacks? That is why. Damn. But I'm proud of myself. I apologize. That was good. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is definitely your MVP front runner. So those are our midseason MVP awards. Real quick, Bill O'Brien of the week award. I'm going to give it to Matt Nagy. Uh, yeah, I will give it to him as well. They could have won that game on Sunday. They they very well could have. It's not like it was a blowout by any means. I would like to say, I mean, Matt Nagy is the uh, is the winner. The play calling, the the continuously trotting out Nick Foles out on the field I, when they didn't do that that if I was playing on that team's defense, I would be absolutely fucking furious. There were so many opportunities. You could have made a switch a quarterback, changed the game, and if they would have done that, I feel like they would have won. Mitch Trubisky. As much as it's crazy to say this to me, should be the quarterback in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's like leaps and bounds better than Nick Foles, but he's going to be able to put you in situations that are going to be able to win the game. Nick Foles, like as much as a hero as he's been in the last few years, I think that's kind of getting more played out a little bit. Yeah, Matt Nagy, but he's the play calling, the decision making is just it's, it's atrocious. Yeah, the, my honorable mention was again Vic Fangio. He. Dude, Broncos fans are go- are calling for First of all, his it's head. Not, it's not Vic Fangio. It's Pat Shermer. Well, it's, okay. it's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, Pat Shermer's bad as well. But Vic Fangio's clock management might be worse than Andy Reid's. It is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. The dude calls timeouts when they absolutely don't need to be called. Pat Shermer, if Pat Shermer has a job after this year, he's going to ruin Drew Locke's career. Well, that's what people are saying. I was on Twitter earlier. People are like, Drew Locke needs his like audible out of the plays like Peyton Manning used to do and just like run a hurry up. Well, he's office. so young. Yeah, he's I mean, tw- you gotta rely he just on turned play. 24 today. Happy he, birthday, Swaggy Drew. Swaggy Drew. Um, he just turned 24 today. Yeah, I mean, you have to rely on your play caller when you're a young QB in the league. Like, you don't know. He hasn't even played a full season yet. Like, he's not started a full season worth, season worth of games. So, yes. Also, I know we've given him to him at least once, maybe twice. Anthony Lynn... Because are you gonna throw? Are you really gonna throw a goal line fade to win the game? Like, when can we? When can we just be like, yo, stop with the fucking goal line fade? Another note: Tom Brady on fourth and goal through a goal line fade. Yeah, like why? Like I get it. You have Gronk. That used to be their thing. The only time, literally the only time you're you're gonna throw a goal line fade is on first and goal or second and goal, and only do it on only do it on second and goal. If you plan on going forward on fourth down, that is it. That is it. So I was listening to again Pat Matthews show. We had somebody on there talking about the goal line fade, and the and the guy on there he was like, "That's the laziest play call you can do because it's it's just a lazy play call. It's not innovative. It's not unique. And if it doesn't work, you can just be like, you know what? It's the player's fault for not executing it properly. But it's so lazy. He goes, "Do you think that that Patrick Mahomes is going to throw a goal line fade twice?" Do you want to hear a crazy stat that I just found on top of my head? What? The goal line play, while you think it might be disappearing from the NFL, there were 37 goal line fades that were thrown from five yards or less last season. 13.5% were caught for touchdowns. The analytics alone should tell you. <laughs> you know what you should do uh, on, instead of a goal line fade? Is that fucking little shovel pass that Andy Reid does every time he's down there to fucking Travis Kelsey. Or, and that's another thing, like, 
you, the one guy that was. Uh, I mean, you run or run a pick play. A pick. Was, I want a pick play is probably eighty five percent effective. Yeah, and it's my, Mike Prayer was like, that's why um, Sean Payton has Taysom Hill on the roster to do crazy shit in the goal line because like you have to have players like that. Goal line fades are. It's like the suicide squeeze in baseball. It's. I over. mean, if you run shotgun formation, I'm just picture this shotgun formation formation with a back to your right. You do a play action to him. And then you have two wide receivers lined up to the right. The one on the outside picks the one on the inside. The one on the inside goes out. Quarterback rolls out to the right. He's wide open. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's so many things you can do in today's NFL because all the rules, like we said, time and time again, favor the offense. So I think the only person you could run a goal line fade with that would be successful with Mike Evans. And modern day would be, or not even modern day, would be old Gronk or Calvin Johnson. Yeah, seriously. That's about it. May Randy Moss. Yeah, that's yeah. about it, though. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, let's, let's get it. So, Matt Nagy, congratulations. Give Bill O'Brien the week award. Last thing before we move on to the Generous Digest. We're not going to blow through it. Um, it's Masters Week in November. So, it's kind of crazy. It's just something that I forgot about for like the last two months. Yeah, so Masters Week. Now, we will have another Masters in April, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, right? Travis, they're doing two. The... Yes. Yeah, because yeah, the they're ma- doing... They're doing a super season. They're doing six majors this year. So the yeah, the Masters did not was not supposed to be moved. They did move the PGA Championship permanently to the oh, middle really? of the summer. Yes. Okay. So because there was like a lull, there's like a month with no major. I think because last year we didn't it. have a British Open or a Masters. Right, we only had two majors. Right, in the last season, this past season. Yeah, because it's technically a new season. But and the reason why the Masters is not supposed to be moved. And what I really want to talk about is the condition of the course. Okay. So the months between May and uh, I want October or August, uh, Augusta National shuts down because it gets so hot in Georgia. It burns the greens, burns the grass, blah, blah, blah. Like, if if the course is green this weekend, I will be utterly shocked at what the work the greens crew can do. You should look up what a typical November Augusta National looks like. Overhead, it's brown. The grass is dead. It looks horrible. Uh, somebody in mid-July took a drone, flew it over Augusta, and there was like some dry spots, dead spots. Uh, I will be very shocked. I mean, I'm they, sure they're going to try to have the course in as tip-top shape as possible. I know, but there's only so much you can do because you got to think these greenskeepers keep this course in shape. They're, they're, their job is to keep it in shape throughout the time in Georgia when you're supposed to keep a course in shape for. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to have a course looking green in Georgia in November. No, no. So it's going to be different. It's going to be a lot different than years past. I don't know how much they'll play it factor. You know what I got to think of is like foliage. Cause like I know in the masters, you always see people like hitting those fucking pine needles. What about all the fucking leaves are going to be there now? So yeah, that's the thing too. Like, well, they're also known for their flowers because each hole is named after like a flower or a tree. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of them are going to be dead or like, yeah. not grown or not blossomed. So it's going to look different. It's going to be kind of bare. Like think about playing a local course in the winter with no leaves on it. Yep. I don't know of how many, because I don't think pine trees die. I don't think so either. I don't think they shed their leaves. But you got to think about the the holes that do have leaves that fall. It's gonna, they're gonna you can be, be able to hit right through them. Yeah, yeah. Got to play the ball as lies. Yeah, got to play the ball as lies. Happy Gilmore could be a big one. I had it off. Frank, I had it off. Frankenstein's fat foot. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads in 
to uh, what we want to talk about. We just want to give kind of like I have I, I have a couple by the way, but Travis is is the golf connoisseur of the two drunk brothers. So Travis, what are a few good? Doesn't have to necessarily have to be straight up winners, but what are some good some good bets that you like for the weekend? Um, I like John Rahm top ten finish. Okay, uh, he go. is minus one ten, and the dude the dude's a just been balling out in general over the last like couple of years. He's been relevant for a handful of years now, but he has been elite and always you can always find him in top. Top end of the leaderboard. So John Rahm, minus 110. Not great odds, but to finish top 10 for him. If you're feeling risky, you can get him at plus 210 to finish top 5, but I wouldn't stretch that far. Okay. So you like that one? I like a Patrick Reed top 20 finish. It's minus 115. He won it a couple years ago. He's finished top 20 in each event in the last that he's played in the last two months. So found I found that deep dig. And uh, someone's doing donuts in the baseball parking lot next to Travis's house. <laughs> it is loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Reed, known to play well at Augusta. And, I mean, from the shit that you just ripped off, not a bad idea. My second one, and this is going to be kind of a homer pick because I love him and he's been playing well lately, is a first round. So the... So on Thursday, top 10 finish, Dustin Johnson, plus 165. Okay. It's not so something it's bad just, to look at. Just, I mean, just to kick off the round. I mean, the dude won the FedEx Cup. And I know he's probably taking a couple months off, well-needed months off. Hopefully he comes out as good as what he was playing because if he does that, then he will for sure be in that top 10. But that's a that's a big... A big uh, risk factor because it, you got to think it's just one round of fucking golf. Yep, that is huge. Um, all mine are just like the whole weekend. So my next one, I'm going to do Rory McIlroy for a top 10 finish um, on the weekend. It's at plus 120. Um, an article I was reading earlier is he's one of the only guys who's in the top 10 favored to win it who hasn't been really on his A game lately, but he's his, apparently his putting has improved, and I think that's going to come in huge this weekend with Travis. Tra- even now – with Travis saying the course conditions and what they might be in, I feel like putting is going to be probably where people are going to get get you know make it or break it, and maybe hopefully Rory can do that. So plus one twenty for Rory to do a top. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba. Casino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Top 10 finish. All right. I don't mind it, but the the reason I'm not very high on that is because Rory just does not play well at Augusta. Yeah. He's never won the Masters. It's what he needs to finish his Grand Slam. Yep. And uh, 
he he has just been playing. I mean, props to him if he can pull it off, but he has just been playing some horrible golf lately. Yeah. Or like to finish the year last year. But if you could turn around, you look like an absolute sheer genius. There we go. Um, How many more do you have? I just have two more. Okay, I got one more. So I'll let you go, and then I'll go, and you round it out. All right. Where is my odds here? All right. I found them. You ready for it? Yep. I lost them. All right. Top 10 finish. <laughs> I fucking I lose all my shit here. I have so many tabs open, I look like an idiot. Top 10 finish. Lefty. Phil Mickelson. Okay. Swaggy he, Phil. <laughs> he plays good at Augusta, too. Plus 600. Top 10? For top 10. Woo! So, no, nothing other than the fact that he might be the most seasoned vet on tour, and he's still competing. He's still up there in the leaderboards. And the dude, like, when he's on, he's on. Like, don't get me wrong. When he's playing bad, he's at the bottom of the bottom. Yeah. But when he's playing good, like, it's hard to beat Phil. Yeah. Seriously. And I think it's going to help him out. Uh, the only thing that really he can get in trouble with is if he hits it in the shit. With a lot of stuff being dead in November, I yep. think that could help him out even more. Grass going to be thinner. The dude is a master around the greens. So even if he does hit it in the, in the mulch and the shit around the greens, uh, and it's dead, it's going to put him in a good spot. Absolutely. I love me some Phil. My last one is a, is a homer pick because he's a guy that I wrote a lot this summer when golf was really all we had to bet on. Um, and won me some decent amount of money. I'm going to go with Tony Finau with a top 10 finish at plus 230. Has a little bit better value than McElroy and played some decent golf down the stretch last year. I love Tony Finau. Uh, like I said, it kind of goes with Phil Nicholson, though. Like, he, Tony, though, he doesn't have bad rounds. He just has those like two over or three over rounds that aren't good. Yeah. He never amazes me, which is the problem. Yeah. He can't putt. He's just got to play complete average golf that he somehow ends up making some birdies. But I love Tony Fina. He's yeah. outside Dustin Johnson, my favorite golfer. He is your, like you just said, like he just like is able to pull out some shots, but he reminds you of an average golfer that has a great round every now and then. So, um, but yeah, that's my, those are my three. So, all right, here's my last one. And I think that it is going to be an absolute lock. And it is first round, so we got another first round pick. Top twenty finish, Colin Morikawa, plus one twenty. Top twenty, top twenty, on Thursday. Oh, top twenty on Thursday? Just on Thursday. Yeah, I don't think. But this is this is this his first time at, at Augusta? I don't know if it's his first time. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try make you guys wait or look into it. He is young. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of experience at Augusta, being from uh, California, San Francisco, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that could also play in his favor. Like, a lot of players who have been there could be overwhelmed by it. Maybe, like, think too much about it. I'm just going on top of my brain. Top 20 finish for Colin Morikawa at plus 120 is not... Is not something you see every day. No, not at all. I, li- I, I, li- I like those bets a lot. Um, so I just want to give you a little Masters talk. Again, it's crazy that we're doing this in November, so we get a full weekend of football, a full weekend of golf. Um, it should be a good time. But with this intro has gone on long enough, let's go ahead and roll into Degenerous Digest, and we'll, we'll see you after the break. 
Hey everyone, as you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, we're back with Jared's Digest, and this is Jared's Proven Week. I mean, I think it... Not my Proven Week. I, like I said, give me three weeks to turn it around. I shit the bed the last three weeks. Give me three weeks to turn it around. Right, but what, what I'm, I'm not going to say... I'm no longer saying, like, this is the week it all happens. Give me a few weeks to, to, to claw back. Right, but what I'm saying is that, like, if you have a, another week, like your like the past three... It's going to be tough, a, a gauntlet to get out of. Yeah. So we'll roll into it as usual. We're doing the same shit. Prime time games, upset, lock, and then the five additional. Our Thursday night game this week is the Colts. It actually should be a good one for the like time it. in a while. I yeah. like it a lot. It is the Colts at the Titans. Titans at home. They are two-point favorites, and the over-under is 48.5. What do you got? I'm doing Colts plus two. Um, conflicting picks already. I don't really have any real rhyme or reason for this pick. You know, I've done it weeks where I've done guts. I've done just like looking at the board. I've done weeks where I dive into the into the stats. I did a, I did a little bit of a mixed bag of that this week. This is a gut pick. Uh, one stat I do have for you guys: Colts are the second best team in the league against the run, allowing only three point three yards per carry and eighty three yards per game on the ground. Henry is the bread and butter of the Titans' offense. So if they can stop him, they keep this close and possibly win. I'm only doing a unit and a half, but Colts plus two is my pick. All right. I mean, the more I look at it, the more I don't like it, but I'm doing Titans. Uh, they are at home here, which I know it isn't going to play a huge factor considering it's so close. But the Colts just looked absolutely awful last week. And I know they played the Ravens, but they just could not move the ball. I feel like there's been too many games this year where I've looked at Colts games and they're punting every other drive. Yeah, the offense doesn't look great. Uh, and that's just not – it doesn't doesn't bode well with me. I hate a team that can't put the ball in the end zone. And the Titans have been a team that has seemingly been able to score more than the Colts. Uh, not so, so much the past three weeks. The, the, both these teams are, like, not playing great football. Yeah, and it's weeks. just going to – who can who can snap out of their bad who can football suck, playing? Who can suck – Less. Less, yes. (laughs) Exactly. But conflicting picks here. I think for the first time in a while on Thursday night, I'm going Titans minus two. It is a big game, though, in that division, too. Big game in that division because the Colts are a game back of the Titans. Yeah. So, um, which rolls into Sunday night. got the Ravens at the Pats. I know the Ravens are seven-point favorites. Travis, what's the over-under in this one? Over-under is 43. Doesn't matter. I'm taking the Ravens minus seven, two units on it. Um, I'm not even going to throw stats out there. If you can't beat the Jets on more than three points on a last-second field goal, then you suck. Again, I know I keep referencing the Pat McAfee show in today's podcast, but they're talking about uh, Cam Newton. The only game – so he's averaging 150 passing yards per game. The only game he threw more than that was against the Seahawks. He threw 396 passing yards against the Seahawks. Um, but other than he's averaging 150 or some crap like that. And the Ravens are much better. Um, I mean, really, there's no rhyme or reason. Ravens minus 17 units is my pick. Yeah. Uh, I don't see this line being at 7 all weekend long. No, I'm ham- I'm locking it in tomorrow. So, Ravens minus 7. Don't think that there's a doubt in the world that 
I mean, if the Pats show up like they had the last few weeks, this is going to be a brutal game. Yep, it is. It is. Which leads us into Monday Night Football. We get the Vikings at the Bears. The Vikings are three-point favorites on the road, which is very surprising. I know the over-under is low. I think it's 44 and a half. It is indeed 44 and a half. 44 and a half. Um, I'll go. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this one. Yeah, I'm not taking either side because I know either side can play whatever. Yeah. And surprisingly, you might think what I'm leaning, but I'm taking the over. I don't mind that at all. A 44 and a half with two units because uh, a lot of my picks that I'm decently confident in are always two. But the Vikings can't really stop a lot. Like nope. They allow a lot of points, but then again, they can score a lot of points. The only thing I'm worried about is the Vikings not being able to get Dalvin Cook going yep. against this defense. Um, but the, with the way that he's been running the ball the last two weeks, that I don't really see it being a problem. Uh, on the other hand, I see maybe the Bears transitioning back. I don't know to if they're going to backtrack to Trubisky. But if if they were to do it, this would be the game to do it. Yep. Versus the Vikings. Week. Yep. But 40, 44 and a half, 45 is not a lot of the I know the I think this over would have hit in most of, if not all of the Vikings games. Bears Can't games. really say the same about no, the Bears. But uh it's just it's too low for me to take the under, and both of these teams are too unpredictable to take either side. Okay. I'm gonna do a pick. But there's going to be some some stipulations to it. I'm going to take the Bears, but you must buy half a point to make it three and a half. This is an absolute must. You have to take the Bears plus three and a half because right. it allows them to lose by a field goal and still cover. So I'll put it since Jared is writing, writing his nuts on the line for these next few weeks. Whatever he locks in. Whatever we lock in on the podcast, I'm going to keep it at. Okay. Because I've been changing it as the lines change, and I'm not going to do it anymore unless it changes by, like, multiple points. Yeah, I agree with that. But plus three and a half it, because it allows them to lose by field goal and cover. I just find it really, really hard for Chicago to lose four in a row and also for Minnesota to win three in a row. I almost – I wanted – if I were to lean aside here and I've leaned the Bears, yeah, it just – I would kill them. I would – Punch myself in the face if I bet the Bears and they play like they have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just find it really hard for the Vikings. Like you said, I'm really, I, I have Dalvin Cook in a fantasy league, and it's been my bell cow the last couple weeks. I just really worry about them getting him going and leaving the game to Kirk Cousins against that defense is not something I want to even think about. No, I agree. So, over and Bears on Monday Night Football. Buy a half point on the Bears. Shit's going to change, so get it in as soon as you can. Bears, here's... All right, I know we put out teasers a lot. Seven point. Bears plus 10 over 37 and a half. It's not bad. 37. If you can hit over 37 and a half points, you don't need to be in the NFL. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're going to do upset of the week first. I'll go ahead with mine. Saturday, 11 o'clock. Another college game. Oh, I have a lot of college. I only have one NFL okay. pick this week. Saturday, 11 o'clock. It is my number nine Miami at... Yeah, why are they underdogs? Virginia Tech. You said it before I even did. Yeah. Number nine. Like, I get if you're like in the 20s, but number nine Miami is underdogs at Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech just lost to Liberty. Don't get me wrong, Liberty's good, but they lost to Liberty. At home. Too, at right? home. Yeah. At home. So I get this one's at home, but they're playing 
I, I mean, like I said, I love Liberty, but they're playing a much better team with Miami. Uh, if they had problems with Malik Wills, they're going to have problems with De'Eric King. You mark your damn word on that one. Uh, they're underdogs at plus 105, and it, I don't see them being underdogs by Saturday. I bet they moved to like minus 105. Probably still underdogs and compared to what Virginia yeah. Tech will be, but this is a no-brainer to me. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> I saw that. I don't know why it was that It was that way. Um Love that pick. My upset of the week, I'm doubled, I am doubled. double-dipped in two NFL games this week. So I've got a lot riding on two NFL games. This is one of them. My upset of the week is going to be the Seahawks at the Rams. Seahawks are plus 110, and I'm taking Seattle. Obviously. It's just 325. I, listen, listen, listen. I'm doing two units on my upset of the week. Because, I did two. I did two units on mine. Okay. Because Russell Wilson is 32-8 and eight in his career after an end-season loss. Should, should, Especially after how much shit he played last week and the fact that he probably just lost the MVP last week unless he goes hammer. Hammer sandwich. And they're barely staying afloat barely staying afloat at the top of the division thanks to your Miami Dolphins who beat the Arizona Cardinals last week. Yeah. So they need to win this game. So Russell Wilson 32-8 and eight after a loss in, in, the, in the season. I mean, I just think that's too big of a stat to ignore. I saw that. Uh, man, it's just so hard. I've almost worn myself out on betting on the Seahawks because every week I do, like I love Russell Wilson and every week I do it it makes me hate the Seahawks more. Dude, but more. the more we thought about it last week, we should have thought about it more. They're flying from Seattle to Buffalo. So you fly across the country and then there was a noon kickoff there, which is basically 10 a.m. local time for them. Still in their minds. That's which, a lot. That's a lot to take in though. I mean, that's it's that's a lot like, to overanalyze it, but I mean, you you don't you don't think about that shit. But that's my upset of the week. It's like I don't Se- care about righty lefty. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Seattle uh, plus one ten. I like it. Week. I like it. All right, locks of the week. College game again because my locks have been fire on college games except nah, for Georgia you lost last, last week. week. Don't <laughs> Georgia can, Georgia can eat a dick. Uh, lock of the week Saturday night game six thirty number thirteen Wisconsin. At number unranked Michigan, uh, Wisconsin is only four point favorites. They don't have their quarterback, man. Is he still? He's not still out. Twenty one days. He's not. He's not still out. Yes, Travis is twenty one day I protocol. Find it hard to believe that he's still out. It's a twenty one day protocol for them. Big Cat's been pissed about it. Yes, he is still out. Well, motherfucker, that ruined it for me. Yeah. And their backup just tested positive. Yeah, fucking take that off the board now. Do you want some time to look something else up? I don't know. I'm going to I'm a deep dive into this while Jarrett goes into his lock. All right, my lock of the week is the same game as my upset of the week. It's Seattle at LA, and I'm doing the over 55 and a half. I'm doing four units on that bad boy. So you're not only doing Seattle, but you are doing the over as well. Yes, because Seattle can't stop shit. And if they're going to win, they're going to have to outscore the Rams, obviously. And there's, it's going to be well, no back- way. That's how that works. Yeah, it's going to be a back and forth slugfest. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so I know everyone's going to be like, well, the Rams overs hasn't half a hit a lot this year. They're actually three and five in their overs. Fuck that. Um, Seattle is six and two in their overs, and. This over in this particular game would have hit in all six of those games except for the two that it didn't. And those two games were 53 and 54, which is 
pretty fucking close to 55 and a half, if you ask me. So there's not been one Seattle Seahawks game this year that has had less. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah. Oh. You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Then 50 points scored. And I'm going to continue to ride that boat until it doesn't ride for me anymore. Because I feel like I've hit Seattle over probably the last three weeks and this hit every single time. And I can see... Jared Goff throwing all over Seattle, and I can see Russell Wilson trying his fucking damnness not to lose this game and just being a dogfight. It's going to be a fun game, I think. It sucks they play the same slate as Miami, but it should be a fun one. All right. I hear you there. I guess I'm going to change my lock of the week. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep that as a pick, and I'm going to throw it on later because I think Michigan sucks that bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to change my lock of the week to another one that I initially wasn't too keen on. But the more I look at it, I like it. It is Rice at Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech is at home, and they're only one-point favorites. And that's who I'm taking. Uh, they just beat UAB in double overtime. They're 4-3. and three. They're playing the 1-1 one one Rice Owls, who lost to Middle Tennessee. And then their only win is against uh, Southern Miss. Not great. Two games under their belt. Meanwhile, they're playing a team who has pretty much figured out like what they're doing at this point. And Louisiana Tech, they've played seven games, a one-point favorite at home. I think that this is a no-brainer. I'm rolling three units on Louisiana Tech. Like that. I, I'm, I like Louisiana Tech all year, so um, good pick. Except so, for that game, we took Marshall against them. Yeah. Um, so those are that's our lock. So we're rolling to our five additional picks. I'll kick it off because i got a Thursday night double dip for you guys. So not only am I, am I betting – the Colts plus two. I'm also going to do the Titans under of 25. Titans team under of 25 points. I'm going to do a unit and a half on that. Their offense has been very stagnant lately. If you really, if you look at their games when they lost to Cincinnati, like blah blah blah, whatever, they've scored under 25 in their last three games. And they rely heavily on Derrick Henry. The Colts are very good against the run, as I said earlier. I just think this bodes well. With my Colts pick. And even if the Colts don't cover, I can still see Titans scoring under 25 and winning. So, because the Colts offense has been that bad. Alrighty. Titans under 25. One unit and a half. Uh, 
can't say I like it because I had the Titans. That game, <clears throat> that game's either gonna be completely how you called it, or the Titans destroy them. I don't yeah. think there's any in between. Yeah. Uh, but hope the t- Titans destroy them. I hope they destroy them twenty-four nothing. So I can lose one. <laughs> there so. you go. Um, I'm gonna roll, my first pick of the week is going to be roll into how I had it. It's going to be Saturday at 6.30, number 13, Wisconsin, at Michigan. The fact that Wisconsin's even four-point favorites with potentially their fourth-string quarterback on the road is still alarming at how bad Michigan is. They just got spanked by Indiana, who I think is a little overrated, lost to Michigan State, and they even didn't win. Man, they won by 25 to Minnesota, but they let up 24 points. Meanwhile... You got to think Wisconsin has a good defense. They've had a good defense for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Joe Milton for the Michigan Wolverines is garbage. And I'm taking Michigan or Wisconsin minus four <laughs> at one unit. I'm only doing one unit now. Yeah, definitely. Thanks it's for bringing that call. to my attention. But watch the, watch Wisconsin roll them. And that was my lock. And Louisiana Tech lose. I'm coming for your ass if that happens. I mean, I was just trying to make you aware of it. I, don't, I just want to let you know. I didn't want to get a text on Saturday or I tomorrow. I want to let you know. What the fuck? Wisconsin's quarterback's out with COVID. With the, what the fuck is this? Like, dude, I mean, I just wanted to let you know. I will um, No, I'm going on record. If Wisconsin covers and Louisiana Tech doesn't, Jarrett's taking my negative units. I asked you <laughs> if you wanted to change it, if we want to keep the same. Well, and now you made me look at it too much. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> My next game is I have two college games for you guys this week. Uh, my first one's Saturday at 11 a.m. Number 15, Coastal Carolina at Troy. Minus 11. Coastal Carolina minus 11. So what I'm, are you doing this too? No, I didn't, but I, that was almost my lock. Uh, two units, Coastal Carolina 7-0 against the spread with an average margin of victory of 19 points. Um, and I'm going to continue to ride them every week until they don't hit. The only reason I didn't do that. 11 scary. That double-digit spread against a Troy team who's not that bad. They just lost to Georgia Southern pretty bad last week. I know week. that, but yeah. like they're still 4-3 and three at the end of the day. Yeah, it is what it is. I think Coastal Carolina is coming for that. Yeah, ass. I'm a I'm a big Coastal Carolina guy. I'm big on all these non like Shots Power Five. Yeah, fuck the Power Five. Like, also some Mizzou who kids this shit. Yeah, so like it. My next one Saturday at six. It is number nineteen, SMU at Tulsa. SMU is an underdog, plus two and a half. That's who I'm taking. SMU seven and one. Fuck it, take a money line. They were almost my upset, but I like this better. Okay, uh, buy it to three if you want. I don't see it changing too much because it is Tulsa home game, and Tulsa is three and one. They've had a. F- this is my problem though with them. They haven't played a game since October thirtieth. So I mean, what is that? Two, two weeks? weeks. They haven't played a game in two weeks. Well, it's uh, basically a bye week. They had a bye week essentially. Yeah, but at the same time, like when you've only played four games, you yeah. still don't have all your shit worked Can't out. Get a rhythm going. Meanwhile, SMU's ranked. They played eight games. They are rolling. I know their defense isn't amazing, but their offense. Shane Bichelle, he lists Bentley the fourth. Yep, that's who they meant. That's who I'm taking plus two and a half. So then you have to win. Yeah. No, I mean that's I'll probably take. A you money know why? Line. Probably do money line, but yeah. good teams win. Great teams cover. There it is. There it is. There it is. Book it. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, uh, my next, my second uh, college game before I round out with the rest of my NFL picks, I got Saturday at two thirty. Number two, Notre Dame at Boston College. Um, I'm right with the with the Eagles at plus 
It's at 13 and a half right now. It's, I see it going to 14, but if not, buy it to 14, in my opinion. It gives you a two-touchdown leeway. I'm doing a unit and a half on it. Um, I just feel this is a huge letdown game for Notre Dame. Going on the road, have you just beat the number one team in the country at home with their fucking backup quarterback, mind you. But regardless, you beat the number one team in the country. You stormed the field in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, I mean, you just did everything. You did everything completely wrong that you should have done after that game. And I just feel like these guys are coming here with fucking fat heads and not lose, but it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. The funny thing for me, though, side note, outside of your bet, is the fact that, okay, Clemson's ranked fourth now yeah. uh, in the polls. And. They did that for a reason, so they still, so they still they, get in the playoffs. Clemson mollywops Notre Dame if Trevor Lawrence plays. Oh, absolutely. Which and, is embarrassing. Yeah, Boston College isn't a bad team either. So yeah, I mean, they're 5-3. and three. I can see it. It just scares me a little bit because, I mean, at this point, who knows what Notre Dame's even capable of. Yeah. Ian just Book, like every year. Ian Book sucks. Yeah, Ian Book's not that great. So, I have two more college picks uh, my next one is Saturday. This is a 6 o'clock game. It is Arkansas at number 6, Florida. Florida 17 and a Barry half Odom's the head coach this week. What? Barry Odom's the head coach this week. Oh, great. Sam Pittman tested positive for COVID. Cool. Well, I'm not taking either of them. I'm taking the under. Okay. Of 63. Uh, Good one. Barry Odom, while he is the head coach this week, he's defensive coordinator. The only thing Barry Odom knows how to do is run a defense. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that. Uh, and it seems, honestly, like Florida has gotten their defense kind of put together. They yeah. allowed 17 to Mizzou. Uh, I know they ended up allowing 18 to Georgia, but 14 of those were garbage time points. Yeah. Um, they've gotten their stuff together over the last couple of weeks. I think Florida pulls away early, and it's kind of just like a like a back-and-forth punt fest there for a while. Uh, under... I didn't even say what the under was. 62 and a half. Yeah, you did. You said it three times. I didn't say the under. You did. You said it at least once. Oh. You said 63. Well, under 62 and a half. And I'm, I'm only putting one unit on it. Okay. Because if Florida decides they don't want to play defense like Georgia last week, I don't yeah. want to burn myself. Absolutely. Um, I like that pick a lot. Um, I, know, I think Arkansas is one of the best teams in college against the spread, too. So maybe even look at the spread for them in that game. They are 5-0. and oh. Yeah. So plus seventeen and a half though, Eesh. Barry Odom head coaching. <laughs> uh, that like I said, I only had two college picks for you. I'll round out. I got two more NFL picks. Um, my second to last NFL pick is going to be Sunday at noon. Eagles at Giants. I'm taking the Giants plus three and a half. Oh doing, man, doing two units on the Giants plus three and a half. They're six and three against the spread, and I think they are much better than what people think, especially at home. On the other side of the ball, Philly's three and five against the spread, one and two on the road this year, straight up. I think this is a game they could potentially lose. I still think the Giants keep it close because they win this game, they're in the division lead. So, I mean, the, the, this division's not out of the stretch for the New York Giants. Yeah, I, Philly I mean, sucks, dude. Philly sucks. They both the whole like just cancel division. Well, yeah. this is why this is why we needed the XFL. Relegate them all. <laughs> Relegate them all. Mm. Dallas gets a pass because of Dak. Okay, and they get a pass. Yeah. Which, you know what really burns my ass? They were my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, me too. No, you had the Chiefs. Yeah, I had the Chiefs versus the Cowboys. Yeah, I had the Cowboys versus the Ravens, I think, beating yeah, them. Like, Either way. Ravens uh, yeah, yeah, this division sucks. I don't hate the pick, but at this point, like, who knows what's going to happen in that division? Like, who knows? 
Yeah, I'm sick of rooting for fucking favorites. Uh, it's hard. I, I had to mix it up, and I threw in a couple dogs this week. I feel ya. Uh, my last college pick, I have another NFL pick after this, uh, is going to be another late game, 6 o'clock, it is the Pitt Panthers at Georgia Tech. Pitt is 6.5-point favorites on the road. You taking GT? I'm not. I'm taking Pitt. Oh. And this is why. I thought you said taking the underdog. Maybe, maybe I was going. Start. I was going to. Oh. I'm saying I, I, I'm. Georgia Tech more. started out hot and they got really cold really really fast. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Pitt though, on the other hand, like I I love going on Twitter when in the middle of a Pitt game when I bet on it. And you see all these Pitt fans like this is it. This is why this is Pitt football. Like they fucking suck. I'm gonna go drink myself all afternoon uh, because it is. That's what a Pitt game is like. It is a roller coaster of emotions. Last week they were. Losing to Florida State pretty big early on. Ended up beating them 41-17. Like, that's what it is. After they had lost four in a row, because uh, they were 3-0. and Then they were 3-4. and Now they're 4-4. Four and four. Uh, the, the reason I'm betting Pitt minus 6.5 is because Georgia Tech runs that weird triple option or whatever the fuck they do. They rely a lot on the Not ground. anymore. Not anymore. They got a new coach. But they still have 167 yards a yeah. game on the ground. Yeah. But Pitt, on the other hand, only allows 78. Like, they have the run defense that's yeah, going to stop them. They, so where yeah. Aaron Donald came from, yeah. they fucking stopped the run. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to be able to put up that many points, so I'm taking Pitt minus 6.5. Okay. Makes sense. Um, my last pick for you guys. I told Travis I was going to do something that really mixed it up, and this is it. I'm doing a two-team, 6.5-point teaser. Saints minus three versus the Niners and Packers minus seven versus the Jags for two and a half units. Saints minus three versus the Niners. And who? Packers minus seven versus the Jags. Minus seven. They're at 13 and a half. So I did a six and the Saints are at, actually the Saints is minus two and a half since six and a half because they're minus nine. Um, but yeah, I just think I do something, mix it up. I grabbed two teams that I liked a lot. I didn't like their spread straight up. So I teased them both. So tease the Saints, tease the Packers, and make it minus two and a half, minus seven, two and a half units. No real stats there, just a gut pick for me. All right. Don't mind it. Uh, my last pick is Sunday, NFL game at 3.05. It is the Chargers at the Dolphins, and I'm taking the Dolphins minus three. I just couldn't, I couldn't not do it. Uh, this game's gonna be close. Don't don't be scared if there's five minutes left in the fourth quarter and the Dolphins are down. No, because we we saw what Tua did did last week. Yeah, led a, a ninety three yard game winning touchdown drive. So the kid has it. At home. The Chargers have blown four leads of sixteen plus points this year. This this might be a bar, This might be a barn burner. It might be close. Or the Dolphins are going to roll away with it in the second half. Either way, I see it being worth the money to take the minus three. I see. The more I think about it, the more I, I don't hate it because the Chargers don't have a run game at all to set up the pass. Like you, you leave Xavier Howard and Byron Jones to lock up. Really, just Keenan Allen, Mike Williams is a flash in the pan. So, yeah, I don't hate it. I almost did it on there. I was like, I just can't do it. I can't. Ha- I can't handle double. Double heartache, you know? So, oh, I hear you there. But that is going to do it for episode 98, The Generous Digest. Again, I got three weeks to, to, to make up some ground here. 
and the new merch store. Go check it out. Hopefully going to have some items for you all. Again, we're going to continuously add items on there. When we add new items, we'll let you guys know, obviously, on all the socials. Um, but it's a lot to kind of create these shirts, design them, and put them on there. It's so not, Yeah, it's not. I mean, there's going to be some that are more basic than others, but, I mean, it's, it takes time. Uh, maybe after a while, if you guys love them, we'll start having, like, some, like, frequent drops where we'll, like, put a load out, let people buy yeah, them. Yeah, like, like a So on and so yeah. forth. But either way, huge for us. Love you guys to support it. You know, if, if, we, if it comes out tomorrow and, you know, your favorite player or someone you like is on it, no big deal. We are going to be adding a bunch. Stick with us. Share it. Like it. You know, help us uh, get some traction. Until then... We'll see you guys on episode 99 next week. Big ol' Aaron Donald. Yep, big ol' Aaron Donald episode. And for a big ol' boy, we got some big ol' news. So we'll see you all then. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.